Hi, I am Kevin McBride, and you're listening to the Time Out Podcast with Tony McGilligan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're very welcome along to the 19th episode of the Time Out Podcast with me, Tony McGettigan. And it gives me great honour today to be talking to a legend of boxing and Irish uh, sport and history. And that is uh, Mr. Kevin McBride, who, of course, recently, the anniversary was 15 years ago, that uh, he stopped Mike Tyson, a technical knockout in Washington, D.C. And I'm delighted to say that... Uh, Kevin is on the line and a guest with me on the podcast today. Kevin, you're very welcome to the Time Out Podcast. Yep, delighted to be on with you, Tony, and it's good to, you're keeping up the boxing. That's the sport it. Of boxing. Big fan of boxing, Kevin, and it's a great honour to speak to you. No problem. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Kevin, I just mentioned there, you're, you're from Monaghan originally, but now you're living in, in Boston for many years. Yes, I'm here in Boston. It must be nearly 20 years now. And, uh, you know, um, I have a friend that he lives in Donegal there now. His uh, name's Pat McRae. I'll give him a shout out there. But uh, he worked with me with the tree. Um, That's right. My, 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 uh, co- uh, the guy I work here with is uh, called Brendan Horty. He's a tree surgeon. And he worked with me. And uh, just want to say hello to Pat McRae and... Uh, my boss said over here that um, Pat, when he went, uh, when he was working, he says, as uh, uh, so I was working a bed, he lay on the floor. Now, I'm only just kidding. <laughs> Pat, you're a good worker. You're a good worker, Pat. Yeah. God bless you. And then uh, another guy in Donegal uh, go there is um, John McDavid there from uh, Glen Swilly there. Uh, he's a big businessman over here in, uh, in Boston, but he, he helps out a lot of people, and I just want to give him a shout out to. Yeah, definitely. Hello to them uh, who are listening in, and uh, I hope that they're I hope that they'll enjoy this particular podcast. Well, Kevin, before we get on to the boxing, of course, you mentioned there you're not now knocking down boxers; you're cutting trees down. That's right. Uh, my job description is I pick things up and put things down. Yes, and how do you enjoy uh, that? Oh, you know, I love it because you'd be out and about, and you'd be in different places every 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 day because. Uh, the same tree doesn't be there the next day when you cut it down, so it's good to get around, you know, and uh, cut trees and keeps you kind of um, active, you know, busy. And uh, you know, I have a lovely wife and two beautiful kids, you know, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, one one um, one Halloween, my son uh, uh, dressed up as a lumberjack, you know, it was kind of funny. So yes. You had, had a chainsaw too with him. It was nice, you know. Yeah, and... Uh of course, today is Father's Day, Kevin, and uh, a very happy Father's Day to you. Yeah, and you too, and all the fathers in all over the country there in Ireland and yeah. in America and all over the world. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. I'd imagine, Kevin, it's not an easy an easy business um, being involved in in cutting trees down because uh, I would say it's pretty physical. Oh, yeah, it's physical. It's tough work, you know. It's dangerous, you know, but it's... You know, every day is dangerous when you, you wake up, you don't know what's ahead of you, you know, so you just have to be careful, you know, yeah. take your time. That's it. There's going to be a panic, if there's going to be a panic, there should be an organised one. Well, I would say, you, by the sounds of it, you have a professional outfit there, Kevin, and, you know, there's there's now the saying mm. one time, if you think a, a job's dear, you know, getting a professional, if you hire an amateur, it'll be a lot dear. <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> you fall down the house and the tree or whatever. Yeah. So, no damage. Kevin, how do you reflect on on your time and on your boxing career now that you're you're finished? Like, you, you, I think it was 2011 was your last uh, was your last fight. How do you look mm-hmm. back on your time in boxing, Kevin? Well, like, um, when I remember it, you know, I started out there with a, a, a man called Jerry Reel from Clonus, and uh, I remember his, uh, his sister used to cycle along uh, the beside us when we were running, and she'd have a cassette player, and she'd be playing that song, I, I the Tiger, and uh, this man Jerry Reel was a world-class trainer, but uh, Jerry used to... Um, had me uh, carrying him up the short steps there in Clonus and then uh, forgetting uh, in shape and then he'd be getting tired but he says uh, he had a good saying when the tough get going the going get tough yes and then uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know like uh, I boxed in a, I won a few Irish titles fell off and I boxed in the Olympics in 1992 and um, I remember uh, you know William McCullough and uh, Mike Dupree and all those uh, the Irish fighters, but uh, uh, I remember rushing for the fight because uh, I must have missed up the time or something. It was all new, but uh, I remember when McCullough he tied my laces, yes. <laughs> my boots because I was shaking. You know the nerves, you know, like uh, it was unreal, like you know the the nerves and um, what do they call it, uh, the anxious. But uh, I remember him tying my boots. He's a good friend and. Uh, I'm I'm not Wayne McCullough out here. Uh, you know, every time I go to Vegas, I want to see Tyson Fury's fight there, and uh, I call uh, Wayne up, and he come meet me. We go to the fight together, and and uh, I meet his wife and his daughter, and you know, uh, he's a he's a gentleman, and he yeah. he's a boxing fanatic, like the pocket rocket. If I had his speed and my power, I'd, 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 I'd think it would have been happy. I tell you, it'd be a lethal combination. And uh, I, I want to say a big thank you, actually, to Wayne McCullough for uh, getting me in contact with yourself for this interview. And, of course, I featured Wayne on the podcast as well. And uh, a gentleman he is uh, as well. Yes, he, he actually texts me and he says that uh, this man, Tony, is going to call you and... Uh, I says, right, fair enough, no problem. I says, you uh, he says he's a good man, he's a good man, and you know, but the songs are with you 100%. Ah, that's good, 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 Kevin, and I'm thankful that, you, that you've taken the time to speak with me, and uh, I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, of course, you mentioned uh, the Olympics 92, Kevin, and that's that's a very important uh, time in any boxers, aspiring boxers' career, because it's the, it's the early stages, and... Uh, there's a, there's a special message that your your late dad gave you at that stage about um, you know the possibility of fighting Mike Tyson. And yes, right. I remember in that, uh, I uh, what you call it. Uh, we all had the Olympic medals, the silver Olympians, you know, the bronze, solid medals. And I remember um, my father passed away. A lot of He's uh, fifty-one years old, and uh, sorry to hear that. I had the, I know, I got the Olympic medal, and. Uh, I put in his pocket for luck, but I remember before he died, he, he did say to me, you know, I, I said to him, I'd love to fight Tyson one day, and he said, Jesus, if you work hard, believe yourself one day, maybe it happened, and through his God, it's like America, it happened, and, uh, you know, like, um, by no means, uh, like, I, you know, Tyson wasn't the same fighter he was, you know, not enough, like, you hadn't got the same speed or that, but he, he had um, power, and, you know, like, you know, everybody was intimidated by him, but I wasn't too intimidated by him. But uh, you know, not enough people to be nervous. Uh, 
Because he hit very hard, and um, that's the last thing that leaves you in boxing is the, the right. power. Because it, it, Michael Moore was knocked out, um, was knocked out by uh, George Foreman. You know, and he was a lot older. You know, so powers there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, boxing's doing great in Ireland. Uh, I must say the the McKenna brothers there and Smithler, you know, they're, they're they're jumping up leaps and bounds. You know, Iron is ten and zero, and the brother Stephen is. Oh no, uh, right. is giving him a good, good shake of He has him over in California and Freddy Roots is a channel. Oscar Delahaya is, uh, the promoter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, another fighter there, Larry Fryers, he's making headways over here too. He's, you know, bringing a lot of fighters, to, to the, to the shows, you know, so, so I'm excited and hopefully this COVID stuff and, uh, gets, Going, yeah. <laughs> be gone, and the boxing starts up again, and uh, you know because boxing is a beautiful sport, you know, it's, it's a tough beautiful sport. science, you know. Yeah, it's a tough sport, and I get the likes of me. Yes, I said to win McCullough, the likes of me can never really understand what it takes. You know, if it's a tough sport for anyone that goes into a ring, and I have high respect mm. for anyone that goes into a combat sport like that because uh, you really and all, really and truly, you're putting it on the line, like you're, you know, you're. Your well-being. Oh, right. well, 100 percent. But if I train as hard as I should, I'll probably be that photo up the ladder. But uh, you know, uh, you know, I thank God uh, I stopped the drinking. The boxing's easy. You know, to beat my is easy, but to beat the drink's harder. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's a, no. it's a, it's a thing that's, that's kind of constantly. Um, uh, around you and discipline but uh, we'll definitely talk more yeah. about the Tyson story in part 2 of this podcast folks and this is the, of course the big fight in Kevin's career well Kevin before we get on to the actual fight itself 15 years ago what do you make of Mike Tyson's potential comeback I think you know uh, he's kind of crazy if he's coming back into competitive sport but uh, if he's only doing it for charity and a bit of fun no problem you know and uh this is the most dangerous sport in the world. You know, you, get, you can people die from this. You know, sometimes you know they die. They get hit too hard in the head. You know, and uh, especially at that age. But when you're young, probably not. But uh, I was just thinking, uh, you know, Tyson. If the offer was right, a couple of million, I'd, I'd put the gloves and the boots on again myself. And, you go back and ring. If the price was right, as I say. If the price was right. The price is right. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a dangerous decision from... It, it might only be a charity thing, but, you know, if he goes back into competitive boxing, um, you know, there's always that danger now because he's he's in his 50s, you know. Yeah, it's dangerous. But I, I think... Um, well, I'm not sure, but I'm sure, you know, there's miracles happening all over the world, so you never know, you know. And, yeah, it'd be a great story, um, wouldn't it? If he if he did, you know, pull up some kind of upset, would. you know. Yeah. yeah. Be, be, yeah. yeah. My 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 weekend is uh, my weekend with him is I did beat Mike Tyson and I was the last man to fight him, you know. So that's right. It's, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's it's unreal. Like uh, if you're talking about the fight itself, you know, I remember, you know, like uh, there's um. Like uh, I remember the day before the fight, uh, my lawyer friend here, Mike Minan, he uh, 
we've made a plan that he said, you know, like we said, we're not going to fight tomorrow night. And uh, so them promoters over there, Tyson's promoters, are not fight tomorrow night. So what do you mean? If big fights on tomorrow night, I says, I don't trust you. You know, I'm not going to pay the money. The only way I'll fight tomorrow night is if he's there. Uh, Come up with the cash or a cashier's check and give it to the boxing commission and the uh, same all set. So they went to the bank that day and Mike says, my lawyer friend says, you're all set, Kevin. So <laughs> I, I, I'm probably the only one that got paid the, that night, you know, before the fight, you know. Well, you're right, uh, right to take care of yourself, Kevin. You know, you're right to take care of yourself. I, all, all, I, all, I, all I had to do was hear the bell ring and it was all set for the... You can imagine going into a fight like that in front of 20,000 people in Washington, D.C. Someone asked me after the fight, uh, what was through your head before the bell went? I says, honestly, what the hell is it getting myself into? Tyson's <laughs> <laughs> a very intimidating fighter, you know. But uh, through the fight itself, you know, I remember, uh, you know, uh, like in the sixth round, he hit me so hard, I thought there was leprechauns playing drums in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I grabbed, I, I, I grabbed a hold of him and I said, no, no, you got to in trouble. And, uh, you know, then he started trying to break my arm. And yeah. he actually tried to bite my nipple off, you know. But thank God he had his mouthpiece in because I would have been known the Irish man with the one nipple. That's right. And but, uh, Mike was known for uh, underhand tactics and in the odd fights uh, down through his... Uh, his career, but uh, you had hired uh, before the the fight, Kevin. You had kind of was it a you had hired somebody to sort of uh, to help you w- with the mindset of the fight, like that every time Mike would hit you, that you would smile. Yeah, <laughs> and if you look at the fight, I was smiling a lot. But yeah, I had a hypnotist called Patrick Brady out here, and um, you know the the Paggy Collins, uh, Steve Collins uh, brother there. He was running with me over training with me for the fight and uh you know, he got me um to go with that guy, hypnotist, you know, it all works because um, you know, through that fight, you know, it was such a big uh, moment, you know, like uh, you know, you you don't wanna leave any um, stones unturned, you know. And uh, it's like anything in life is like a Christmas cake, you know, you need all the ingredients to make it right, so I wasn't leaving anything out and uh so uh, thanks, you know, to that guy, Patrick Brady, um, I think he passed away, but uh, he gave me um, more confidence. And, uh, you know, I remember Jerry Quinn, uh, my manager at the time, uh, he actually, you know, put up the money for up front. You know, he's from Galway there. So, you know, used to go to the cows and right near, but um, he put up the money for the sparring and that, you know, and. Uh, yeah, big shout out only for him, like coming up with the money. I wouldn't have had the the right preparation for that big fight. And uh, you know, the whole night, you know, was so was so beautiful that uh, you know I win the fight, and then um, I get to meet Muhammad Ali, the That's right. you know the greatest, you know. And uh, Muhammad Ali actually uh, wanted to say goodbye to me, so I jumped up and went out and a big hug, and two of you punched me, and he goes. Uh, I'm the greatest, you're the latest, you know. Yes. And, uh, that must have meant a lot. No. Be uh, in the presence of two legends, you know, Mike Tyson uh, and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And I was kind of sad when I did beat Mike Tyson because I know he's a legend and all that fact, but, you know, it was just, it was, um, you were there surreal, to do like it. You were there to do a job, uh, Kevin, and. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. it's And I remember, um, 
you know, my daughter was just born then, and I remember she was over watch DC stand to go to fight her at the mother-in-law stayed with her in the hotel, but uh, she was like 11 months something. But I remember saying that my daughter was one way, and there's only two ways to come out of the ring. Uh, one, uh, one is when my raised and fixed or two on the on a, a stretcher, and thank God it was a hand raised and fixed yeah. You're You're the uh, victorious, Kevin, and uh, I'm sure that uh, mm-hmm. the hypnotist... His skills were put to the test. I'm sure, um, Kevin, when uh, Mike sort of tried to bite down in your nipple, because uh, I doubt you'd have been smiling then. Oh, jeez, I think I was still smiling. I'm like, but, uh, like, like you have to be there, like, the, the visualize. Imagine that. All I remember is the pulling away from him while he was biting, and it's slipping off the top of his mouthpiece, you know, it was kind of like crazy, and... Uh, I remember going to see that movie, uh, it just came out a few days before that, it was called The Cinderella Man, you know. Cinderella uh, Man, yeah. James J. Braddock and me and Patty and, and Jerry and, and Mike, and we went to see that um, the movie, and uh, so it's kind of like a Cinderella story in a sense, you know, like, you know, I wasn't supposed to win, and that's enough, but, uh, you know, with all the... You know, like the dream and the plans. You know, imagine going up, going up and wanting to meet Mike. I never mind beating him or and yeah. boxing him and beating him. It's just kind of like surreal. And, uh, yeah, it must have been very surreal. Yeah, you know that 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 moment. Yeah, and it's just you know, and, uh, you know that's my weekend of fame in America. My big dream is to take care of the kids, and I'm just tipping away, and I'm sober today, and yeah, <laughs> working one day at a time, and a uh, tree work with Brandon and. Loving life, you know. Yeah, that's the yeah. way to do it, Kevin. As man says, take 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 one day at a time. But no, it's it must have been a very proud moment for you, though. It's like to beat Mike Tyson when all the the madness of the the sort of mayhem quieting down, Kevin. Like you, you realize that great achievement because you people fail to realize that Mike Tyson was still he was I think he was in his late thirties, you know. So he was still, do you know what I mean? He was still capable. Yeah. He was still a very capable fighter, you know. Oh yeah, any man with two hands is dangerous, you know. You know, you know, you win with anybody in the ring, and there's contact sport, you know, to hit you. That's right. <laughs> On the chin, you might do the damage, you know. So, but uh, you know, boxing's alive, you know. And after this Corona stuff, you know, hopefully everybody's safe and that. But uh, after this Corona, the boxing starts again, you know. Yeah. Good luck. Look out to see them, the Canada brothers and Larry Flowers and all the fighters in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it'll all uh, kickstart then, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, it would be, be fair to say, Kevin, that the, the victory over Mike Tyson, that you know, that that you didn't really after that, you didn't really bring, you didn't get the momentum after that victory. What would you, you know in terms of your career? Like I think cause you had you had eight fights after Tyson, and yeah, and a lot of six of them. Yeah, you know, uh, like um, I was promised for a world title fight after that, and uh, it never materialized, and so. Uh, time goes and the iron is hot after for a while and then it goes cool and really cold fast and uh, it's just you know it's hard to get up for fights you know like you know, yeah. like that fight with Tyson was like a world title fight to me you know That's but it massive. wasn't a world title I'm world champion you know, but uh, you know to be the uh, former on the street to have a champion world is like uh, you know to me uh, as far as boxing you know I did you know, <laughs> What I was capable of doing, you know, like um, it's like a dream come true, and uh, yeah. 
You know, I never became world champion. Uh, the national enough, I'd love to become world champion, but um, all I want to be is a, a good dad and a sober dad and a good husband. And, uh, just well, that's uh, true, uh, Kevin. Yeah, I tell you, Kevin, you've done, you done all of Ireland very proud, and I must say, and uh, I'd like to congratulate you on that victory. And, uh, you know, even though you didn't get the success after that that you would have liked, you, you can still head your, you can hold your head very high, and um, uh, definitely we're all very proud of what you achieved. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's only a little bit of fame, no fame, and uh, I'm not, you know, like, uh, I don't look back on it like uh, I did what I could do at the time, and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, you know, thanks for the team around me, and, and uh, you know, it was just a, a night I'll never forget. And 15 years later, you know, people are talking about it probably more now than the war 15 years ago. But I don't know, but uh, it just seems every every time it seems to come up, you know, people say, oh, there's the man who beat Tyson, and, and then they say, no, he didn't beat Tyson. And then I, I often went up, like, I remember coming out to a bar one time, but there was a couple of cops, you know, and uh, big strong cops, and so there's the guy to beat Tyson, and, and then I go up to him and I says, do you know how I beat Mike Tyson? And I go, what? Wow. I scared him. Yeah, you put the fear on Tim, Kevin. I, uh, as you know, as, as you said, to Mike Tyson in the build-up, when you were going to hit him, he was going to feel the whole of Ireland. Yeah, you know, like he was, you know, saying like he was going to, you know, um, cut me like a fish, and you know, like he's a very scary man, and um you know, if you if you buy into all that stuff, you know, I wasn't afraid of you him. You weren't but, buying uh, into it, no. No, and and I said when you and I hit you on the chin, you're going to take the whole of Ireland as an island hit you. <laughs> I was hoping the whole of Ireland was behind me on the fist, you know, because you probably would need that to knock a man out of that stature. You know, even though it wasn't the same Tyson, that's enough ten years before that, maybe in a different story, but. Who knows, you know, miracles happen and boxing is a, is a beautiful sport because if you had a man right on the chin and like I must have did something right in my boxing career, I had 29 knockouts, so That's 29 it. guys that hit and dropped them somehow, and, you know, I must have felt it, you know. Oh, you, did. you definitely can be proud, Kevin, of, of what you achieved because, um, you, like, as you say, like, your knockout percentage is actually pretty impressive for the fight ratio you had. You know, yeah, and, uh, it, 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 it definitely yeah. is, and uh, simply the best. And I don't know about you, like, but whenever I hear the song, I think of Chris Eubank. Oh yes, uh, I was at that fight when uh, Stevie Collins fought him in court. You know, and uh, what a night, you know. Well, great, great result. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, but uh, it's great for Irish. You know, Irish fighters are recognised. Fighters all over the world, the tough grit and uh, you know, uh, no pain, no gain. You know, that's it's, that's it's right, a Kevin. Beautiful sport. Well, and the football in Ireland is great. All the the GA, the morning uh, GA, you know, the great lads there. You know, they're doing well. You know, hopefully they're winning all Ireland titles. Oh, definitely. It's definitely not what I. It's definitely not out of their capability. You know, Monaghan have been a very good team over the last number of years. There. Uh, I, m- I remember one time I met um, what do you call that guy? Uh, I met Pat Milan and, uh, and another football player there um, from uh, Kerry. They're out here with the cup. Uh, yes. And uh, the what do you call him? Uh, he he handed me the cup, and I and. Uh, 
Jeg synes, hvis man holder med kop, det er jo der er kop, så er det jo klart, men det er gult, whatever his name was. Hvad er det? Kåre 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 That's the closest anyone in my room would get to that cup, and I thought that was the funny. And but we see here the man in last game by one point, you know, so close. That's right. Yeah, no, man has always been a capable, capable side, and yeah, been a turn in Donegal side indeed down to the year two. Monaghan, you know, the all. I and Donegal big battles there too, and that's right. Donegal, the Donegal people are. Uh, and the salt of the air too, the great people uh, yeah. over here in, uh, in America, they're all friendly and, uh, and back there, I'm sure, yeah. and uh, all over the world. But uh, yeah. it's a great country and you just got to keep our country. That's it, it. It, it is indeed, Kevin. Well, Kevin, we're going to enter the final part here now and uh, I would like to talk to you about some of the people that you that you've been involved with with boxing. You, you sparred with Riddick Bow and Ray Mercer. That's right, you know, two tough heavyweights, you know. And uh, I remember uh, I was in New Jersey, it must have been 20 years ago, and I remember I was hit the bag, and Ray Mercer says, you want to spar? And I said, sure. And he said, I'll see you tomorrow. And I went in the ring with him, and we went for hell for Skelter. As the man says, after the spar, he said, man, you're tough. You're a tough Irish man, you know. It's like you be confident. And then the spar really go there for... Uh, couple of weeks, you know, in, in Brockton, you know, I, I trained with this um, trainer called uh, Marv, um, Goody Petronelli, Goody Petronelli trained Marvis Marvin Hagler, and uh, he was a good trainer, and uh, as far as really can, oh, good confidence, you know. Good for, and, your, uh, good for, good for your, like, to build you up, uh, you know, and uh, Kevin, uh, one thing that's always been talked about down to the years is, is the shame that Riddick Bow never fought Lennox Lewis and there's different sides of the story that Riddick Bow mm-hmm. claims that it was disrespect that you know um, he put the of course he put the belt the, the famous belt in the in the bin I think it was and, <laughs> yeah and, and Lennox Lewis like people maintain that he was he was ducking Lewis what's your uh, take on that Kevin? No, I, I don't think you know were talking. It was just uh, the money wasn't right, and they're just uh, you know in a billion or whatever. But uh, you know, it just never materialized. You know, this what happens. You know, fights never materialize for all different types of reasons. And then uh, I know how it is. You know, when I fought Tyson, I was, taught, I was hoping I get a world title shot, but never materialized. And it's kind of hard to get like um, you know, like. Uh, into that kind of, uh, you know, it just has to, you know, the, the time it has to be right and everything, you know, yeah. make it right, you know. And I've, I've, been walk- mm-hmm. I've been watching there in recent times, Kevin, recent, uh, in, the, in the past week when I, and you are going to be interviewing you, I've been looking at the kind of, uh, the, the circle of fighters that you've been involved with down through the years. And, and one fighter that stuck out to me is uh, Galotta. And uh, Galotta, of course, fought... Riddick Bow twice towards Bow's the, the winter of Bow's career, and give him problems in, in, in two fights and uh, bar for uh, indiscipline. He, he probably would have won on, on points. Like what you actually fought Galata yourself? Yeah, and I nearly had him in the fourth round, and then uh, wasn't in a great shape, but uh, in the fifth or fourth or fifth round, he caught me bad, you know, and stopped the fight. But 
Jeez, Galata, him and, you know, Tyson, Galata hits pretty hard, you know. He's probably, like, up there on the list of hardest hitters I've ever fought, you know. And Galata yeah. and Tyson would be number one matching because Tyson would hit you on the right side and you feel something moving over on the left side. Yeah, strong <laughs> And then for, like, three or, four, three or four weeks after the fight with Tyson, you know, oh, Jesus, I was so on the show ahead. I would say you were on but, the uh, you're on the you're on the tablets to to sort it because <laughs> I will say I no, was, the tablets because it was on the on the drink it was yeah. a drink hard and dry which uh, <laughs> the money really goes quick. That's right, uh-huh. sure. It doesn't be, it doesn't be long, but sure, you, you, the money, as I say, money doesn't be long going, Kevin. But you'll always be there as the man that beat Mike Tyson, you know. Yeah, that's my weekend of fame, and you know, uh, you know the what do you call it? Um, money can't buy happiness, and uh, that was one of the happiest nights in my life in boxing, you know, because I beat the man uh, that was a legend that I, I dreamed of as a kid, and. You know, if you're a boxing man or a boxing fan, you know, just to be in a in a ring or even in the same presence of a guy like that, you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Means you know, I clearly love the history for Ireland and uh, I'm just, you know, happy to be part of the sports. Uh, That's right. Uh, be, a, be a notable guy for the sports of Ireland, you know, keep Ireland proud because I love Ireland. It's a great country. Yeah, it is a great country and definitely... Uh, we 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 definitely are a very a special nation, and uh, Irish people all over the world, Kevin. But uh, just going back mm-hmm. to Galata for a second, K- Kevin. I-, I wonder, like you've been, like you'd understand understand us better being a boxer, a man that stepped inside the ring for you know thirty plus fights. Is what do you think went through Galata's mind when he like when he was in such a strong position in them fights against Riddick Bow? You know, um, you never know. You never. Cracked a little bit, you know, we made a uh, pressure, you know, we made a overwhelm himself with pressure saying that, oh, I'm not good enough, you know, but yeah. he, he was good enough, you know, on paper, but uh, it's just at that time, moment, you know, he, he, like, you know, looking back, he probably said, could have, would have, should have, you know, That's but right. it's like in anything, you know, you just have to, just say what it is, you know. Could have been a different story. Like, uh, yeah, like, uh, people might make take away your record, but, uh, or they take away your, uh, you know, they might take away the uh, record as far as not winning, but they can't take away your history, you know. Definitely, so, definitely not. And uh, like, but he was definitely a very talented boxer, but just, just a slight bit of indiscipline. And um, uh, well, I meant to say they can take away your pride, but they can't take away your record. He was in there, and he, he did, you know, what he had to do. And, yeah. What do you? He just couldn't do it. He couldn't couldn't win because of the circumstances. Yeah. Who the hell knows? What do you make, Kevin, of of today's? And I guess uh, not something I, I talk much about, but seeing you're living in you're living in, in in Boston, I thought I would ask you about it. What do you make of what we see in America today with uh, Donald Trump and the whole shebang? Yeah, Donald Trump's uh, he's the uh, president of the. Uh, <laughs> He sent me a letter there a few months ago. Well, I was given a letter because I became a citizen of America. You know, I, I became a citizen. But um, as far as um, Donald Trump, you know, he's probably just trying to make the country great again. And, you know, different sides are trying to say he's not doing it well enough. But uh, he is the president, so he is the boss. So That's you just it. have to... 
let him try to do what he can do. That's and, right, yeah. You know, he's, he's looking strong. He's looking strong potentially for another term as well. There, you know, it's hard to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they say the Biden. I think they call it. Uh, Joe Biden, sleepy Biden, I don't know, whatever he says, but, you know, I'm sure, like, uh, it's hard to know, uh, but as far as, you know, there's three things you don't talk about in this world and you go far, and that's politics, religion, or something you know nothing about. That's very true. I try to swerve them, but most most the best I can, I try and swerve them. The final question I'm going to put to you, Kevin, is... uh, Tyson Fury, of course, you mentioned there, you were one of those fights with Wayne McCullough, how do you see the fight going? Like, obviously, he has to fight Wilder, but uh, that's that looks like after the second fight, that looks like he he'll do that in the third fight. But if he gets to Anthony Joshua, mm. how would you see that going, Kevin? Well, I think Tyson Fury is the real deal. You know, uh, Jesus, uh, a man can through all what he can through. Like, and he spread it out and. Uh, we beat the drink and whatever, and you know we came back and uh, lost all that weight, and we went and he, he said he was going to beat uh, Wilder, and all right that first fight, and he, he got up with the ground the way he did in the last round, you know, and get knocked down like that, you know, that's that's pure uh, yeah divine intervention. And, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and then coming back and doing what he did, like destroying uh, Deontay Wilder, you know. Uh, so he, like Wilder, he needs America now to beat Tyson Fury. But as far as uh, Tyson Fury, the box, uh, Joshua, Joshua, big, strong man and power. But he's a loss under his record now, and uh, who's he going to be beat? And you know, he has a lot of uh, pressure on him. But uh, I think Tyson Fury would be too elusive for uh, Joshua yeah. and beat him and. That's my opinion. And yeah, he moves very well. Tyson, 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 because he he oh, moves he moves like a lightweight. That's right. And a lot of furious fights. He's very elusive, and uh, you know, uh, a big man like that. You know, you know, any man that's big like that hits you on the head and it hurts you. But the man that knows how to throw a punch and hurt you a little more. That's right. And Fury, <laughs> Fury, Fury knew that he had he, he, from the first fight against uh, Wilder. He knew that he had to do something different, of course, and. Um, uh, of mm. course, Manny Stewards. Uh, he went to the gym, the Cronk gym, as I call it, and uh, they went for a more yeah. ag- aggressive style, and uh, it, it definitely p- paid off. And uh, we have to give huge credit to Tyson Fury for that. That's the beautiful thing about the science of boxing. You know, uh, people always say you don't have to do the same thing twice, and, and you just keep, you know, uh, you know. Uh, if you keep it simple, the simplicity of boxing, you keep the jab out, hands up, and you know, uh, speed is power, and you know you see it on the highway and the signs. You know, you hit a man with speed, and you can like knock down like a a, a building, like you know. So it's like to, to say there, this you know, like a, a steady stream and knock down the biggest mountain in the world. You know, little bit by bit, yes. you fall down. It's, little bit by bit, yeah. It has to be at the, yeah. at the right time. You know, the yeah. boxing is so beautiful and so. Uh, 
It's a pure sport. Yeah. I'm glad and, and, people are still interested in oh, loving that. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's great to talk to you, Tony. It is you're, great. you're a man. You're, you're a man of many words. Oh, I don't <laughs> you know, know your stuff. I don't know about that now, Kevin, but uh, it's been a great honour for me to speak with you. And, and just before I introduce the final song, Kevin, uh, from Donegal here in, in Donegal, where I live, to you in America, I want to say thank you for the great pride that you've given Irish boxing. Uh, down through the years and as I say I have mighty respect for any man that steps inside a ring and what you, what you achieved in your time boxing as you say you had uh, 20 plus knockouts nearly 29 I think you said 29 it was and of course that pinnacle mm-hmm. came against Tyson so I would like to congratulate you on and, and thank you for what you achieved and, and representing indeed Ireland and indeed Boston when you beat Mike Tyson you know, I'd like to thank you for having me on your podcast. You're, you're, you're a gentleman, and uh, you know, I wish all the people there in Donegal, uh, keep a country and all over Ireland, and, and God bless everybody and stay safe. Thank you very corona. much. Thank you very much, and Kevin. And that will round up the 19th episode of the Time Out podcast. So thank you very much, Kevin, and uh, it's a pleasure speaking to you. Alright, boss. Hey, thank you. God bless. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your father's day. Thank you very much, uh, Kevin. So, folks, there you have it. That is the, the 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 show done with Kevin McBride, and I hope that you can keep an eye out for episode number twenty, which is coming up uh, later in the week as well. So, until next time, it's goodbye. <laughs>